My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. It's Britt here today. I hope everyone's having a wonderful start to the week. You know, you guys, I have an incredible guest coming on the show today. The guest I'm bringing on, Ethan Casotes. Ethan, I'm sorry, I may have butchered that. I tried my best. (laughs) You know, you guys, he has everything under his belt. He is a business growth expert, investor, international speaker, coach, mentor, consultant. He is a podcast host as well. So he helps business owners grow and scale their business to create wealth and freedom in their life. And I love it because, you know, while scaling happens, we have to remember what we're, you know, us as entrepreneurs want to do. We want that freedom. What kind of lifestyle do we want? So it's super important. And I love what he's doing. And it's such a pleasure to have you on the show. Welcome. How's it going, Ethan? Yeah, thank you very much. It's going awesome. And uh, yeah, looking forward to being on here and sharing a lot of value with your audience. Amazing. Well, thanks so much for taking the time out of your day. Now, I think based on brief introduction I gave you, you know, that you have so much under your belt, but do you mind taking us back to the start of your journey and what led you to where you are today? I know it probably came with challenges and of course wins, a little bit of a roller coaster, but let's start there. Yeah, definitely. So I um, grew up in Adelaide, uh, South Australia, so in Australia, a smaller capital city. Parents are high school teachers, so wanted me to, you know, do well in school. But, um, you know, my entrepreneurial journey started actually selling VCD movies. So for those that are a little bit older, um, you know, would remember these, you know, movies were on two CDs and I had one of the first CD burners and I would sell them uh, for a cheap price. So that's how I would make some money um, at high school and like year 10. Um, but then towards the end of high school, I, I wasn't enjoying school. And uh, in the end, I dropped out of my final year. Um, as you can imagine, my parents being teachers didn't like that. Um, but um, in the end, that's what happened. I got a job um, at a young age uh, in a big environmental company and worked my way up and did a lot of things there to yeah, prove myself. And then um, I got a tap on the shoulder from uh, the head office in Sydney, the, you know, the biggest city here in Australia. And I said, we want you to move and, and be the middleman with our, in our business development department with all of our national accounts. And I thought, why not? And this is where... Right. Um, you know, some, some interesting things happened um, when I dropped out of school as well as this time. So my dad uh, always been quite critical of me. Um, when I dropped out of school, he said, um, you would never be able to study, right? Because my dad had three degrees and I dropped out of school. So there, you know, some limiting things there. And my teachers actually told me that you'll never be successful, right? Can you imagine this? Like, you know, telling a 17-year-old, 18-year-old kid this stuff, right? Um, and then the thing was, was that, because I'd played a lot of sport at this time, um, I, I won a lot of championships. So I, I would put a lot of my elite mentality going, if you tell me that I can't do something, I'll be like, watch me, watch me do it. Because I wasn't always the most skillful player, but I would put in the most passion, the most effort to be one of the best players in the team. So that's one one of my mindset traits. If you tell me I can't do something, you know, watch me. And, and then, you know, and then again with my dad, when I wanted to move to Sydney, even though, you know, I was not necessarily studying, he said, oh, you won't last six months in Sydney. 
right? Um, like that. So, you know, wanting to me to say, like, you won't be able to do it. And I was like, all right, watch me. I lasted obviously a lot longer than six months. I've been here over 11 years now. And, um, you know, in that journey, learned a lot of things in that company and wanted to learn more about business. And all these people had degrees. I just worked on the job and realized I could get into doing an MBA based on my experience of over eight years working. So I went to university wow. and, and it was very difficult for me to study. I used to do whole semester assignments in one night and do an all-nighter because I couldn't really study over time. But right. I, I put my mind to it and I thought that I want to prove to, that I can study um, to my dad, prove him wrong, and that you know I can do something here. And it was challenging. I ended up leaving um, that business after over 10 years and then starting my first business, uh, Waste Manager Consulting, taking all my um, knowledge there. And then you know started working with a lot of big brands. I've got Westfield, the biggest shopping center group here in Australia, and they're big in the US and, and the UK as well. And you know came out and Target, some of the biggest department stores, et cetera, et cetera, Defense wow. um, that I've worked with there. Um, you know, using that and then you know, from there, people would come to me and, you know, networking and things like that saying, hey, then I've got these challenges. What do you think? I'm like, why don't you do one, two, three, four, five? And they're like, that's awesome. Can you just tell me that again? I need to write that down. And I was like, okay, well, I've, I've got a very good memory here. So I thought I've, I've got to put these skills into use to be able to connect dots together. So I started, you know, business coaching, mentoring uh, in 2019 as well, a few years ago, and uh, really helping, yeah, business owners grow on scale. And that's really where um, I've been able to, yeah, share a lot of passion and give a lot of value um, to people there. And then the podcast started as well and interviewed a lot of big names there, like Jay Abraham, highest paid marketer in the world, and Bruce Buffer, the UFC announcer, as well as many other big names on there. So it's been a great journey. And a lot of people have doubted me um, along there and, and said, but, you know, I use it as fuel. I think that's always the best way when people doubt me. The best way is to sh show you success. And then they're like crickets. They don't say anything after that. So, um, you know, just get down and, and make it happen. I absolutely love that you mentioned that because I was going to ask you, you know, most entrepreneurs that I know go through the same struggle as there's a lot of doubt with family and a lot of doubt with their closest friends. And, you know, we, it, we take it hard because we think those should be our number one supporters, you know, and so it can, it can really affect the way we think of things with that doubt that they put on us. But especially if they're so traditional and they're like, go to school, get a job you know, do it the traditional way. And when we step out of that, it might be coming from a place of fear or how do you feel about that? Do you think that this doubt that they put on us is a place of fear they're coming from or how do you feel yeah. about that? Yeah, great question. And like, I'm an NLP master practitioner, so I'm big on mindset as well. And what I've learned yeah. through that is that everything is just a reflection, right? So what people say that, you know, you can't do is actually a reflection of themselves. It's that they can't do it. So be aware right. of that, of what people do. So our parents, you know, love them. They did the best they could, but, you know, if they're, you know, in the sort of standard job type thing, they don't understand, you know, being an entrepreneur and, you know, same with friends, right? They're, they're in that zone and um, it's about them. Um, so just be aware of that, that everyone's going to judge you no matter what you do, right? Whether you do really well, whether you don't do well, whether you're just sort of, you know, treading water and doing, everyone judges you, unfortunately. That's just what happens. So if you know that people are going to judge you, then don't care. Just be like, okay, they're going to judge me. It doesn't matter. I don't care Regardless. about that. What, what I'm doing, right? Focus on myself, what I'm going to move forward. And I, I've drifted from a lot of friends, right? Like I speak to my parents once a week, only on the phone on purpose, because I've tried to help their mindset, but they're you know a little bit more negative than what I am. So I've reduced right. that time and just message them in between. And with friends, you know, I've drifted from them. I don't necessarily cut people from my life, you know, that are there, but I just sort of don't speak to them. And over time, you know, we just drift. And, um, and I think because people, you know, 
they don't always have to be in our life just because you know we started school when we were five years old with this person and we were you know friends until we were 20 or 30 doesn't mean that we always have to be close friends with them because our past can change so be aware that as you get more successful, if you're going on a different path than most people is your friend circle is likely going to get smaller. And this is where you have to be around other entrepreneurs and, and business owners, if that's what you're doing to, you know, really feel like you're, you're part of something. People understand you and they're going to push you and actually, you know, want you to win and everything like that, instead of people saying, oh, you can't do things on the side. Absolutely agree with you there. You know, you're, you're definitely, your, your circle is going to get a lot smaller when you're on a different path than most. And that's okay, but you are who you hang out with. You are who you surround yourself with. So it's really important if you have a, a goal or a desire that it's not the same as most people's to align yourself with the people that also have that encouragement and are on another path as well. And that's who you need to surround yourself with. Not to fully cut out any of the people that have different paths, but just so that you aren't getting discouraged along the way as well. You just got to be very protected by find of your energy. That's how I feel. You might feel differently, but yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. Um, you know, you're one fifth of the five people you spend the most time with, like you said. So be be strategic on who you want to spend your time with. And you don't always want to be the smartest person in the room, right? You don't want all these people mm -hmm. that are like all, all five are lower than you to an extent, right? In terms of what you want, but not everyone has to be a really successful business owner. You know, you may have other areas of your life that you you enjoy, like maybe, I don't know, you're on a, a bit of a um, health path and someone's really, really healthy, right? And, uh, right? and fitness, and you're like, I want to have one person in my top five that's really like that so I can elevate my health and fitness, you know, to that level. And then you might have some other business owners that are doing better than you or, or on a similar level or even, you know, a little bit further down and you're all at different levels. So you're all helping each other, you know, in different ways. So be be really strategic on who you want. And I, I literally had one or two people in my top five for a little while because I was like, I don't just want to bring people into it just because I want to have a top five. So, you know, have the less people if you think that there's no one there that's, you know, if they're going to be detrimental to you and just have the intention you get to find them and then, you know, they'll come out of the woodwork and, and yeah, commit to them. And then, you know, be intentional and commit to actually contacting them often and, you know, meeting them or, or Zooming them, whatever it is, so that you can keep that relationship going and see how you can, you know, help each other over time as well. Love it. Less is more and yeah have intentions behind who you're hanging out with and stuff like that. And, you know, um, it'll help with the level up, you know? So I think we kind of touched on something. It made me think of comfort zone. Now you, you said that, you know, you had a really good job and everything was stable and secure. However, you felt possibly like there was another calling. I don't, I don't, I don't know why I said calling, but like, that's what came to my mind. Like you had another path and desire uh, that needed to be met. So can we talk a little bit about if you were to stay in your comfort zone and how that limits you from growing? Yeah, definitely. I, I love this topic and um, so true, right? And, and I think we've always got to be stretching ourselves um, from our comfort zone. And it's easy when you've got, you know, a job and the money coming in. And I did a really risky thing when I started my first business that I don't necessarily recommend to everyone. And I quit my job and I started the business the next day, no traction, no nothing, right? With a few months pay, like sort of in the background, but it put me under a lot of pressure. It's like burning the boats as people say, right? So yeah. at some point you have to burn the boats. Maybe you would have a little bit of other cash coming in first, but I really put myself under a lot of pressure to do that. So that's one way of doing it. But what I would say is, is, is if you think that you can't do something, then you must do it. 
Like, it's like, if they're like, I can't do this. They're like, all right, well, I have to do it then, right? And hopefully you can get someone to keep you accountable. So, you know, even speaking, right? Speaking is one of the biggest learnt fears, right? That, that we know people are like, ah, oh, I can't speak on a podcast like we're doing now, or I can't speak in front of people, whatever it is, right? That might be a, a, a thing as an example to put yourself out of your comfort zone. So, you know, go, like, you know, reach out to people on a podcast if you can get on there or, you know, go to a Toastmasters or something which has a group where you can speak yeah. in front of people or, you know, do a, a virtual event or, or whatever it is for you that um, is going to put you outside of that comfort zone. Go skydiving, right? You know, I've been there and that's a way way thing to put yourself out of, the, out of the comfort zone there. So think about things that you think are hard and then just go, okay, well, how do I do this? Because once you do it the first time, all of a sudden your beliefs go, oh, that wasn't that bad. That was pretty good. They skyrocket, yeah. Right. And, um, you know, even a Facebook live, you know, for the first time, some people are like, oh, I couldn't do that. And you do it for the first time and you're like, I wasn't actually that bad. People will forget it after a week anyway. There's so much video out there. And then you just do it again, yeah. do it again. After, you know, a few weeks or months, you're going to be like really good live on, on camera just by that consistency. So I would say put yourself out of the comfort zone and keep stretching yourself. And it's amazing how much you can grow um, in whatever area that you want to grow. I love it. Yeah, absolutely agree with you. Now, Ethan, I think a really good topic that you have a lot of, you know, value to add behind me, you have a lot of experience and you're very, um, you have a lot of knowledge to add for this topic. Now it's the systems talk topics. Can we start by, you know, covering, you know, automation and how, you know, using the right systems in, in business can lead to you to, you know, being able to kind of step away from the business and focus more, not so much in the business, but on the business and getting your freedom lifestyle back. Talk about that a bit, if you don't mind. Yeah, definitely. I love this topic. And, you know, I've done an MBA in a lot of different areas and, and systems is, is really important because we can't do everything ourselves, number one, right? So we need a level. Not if we want to grow. Not if we want to grow, right? Uh, we might have to at the start when we start our business, but um, as right. we grow, we need systems or people, right, later on. But the systems is really the key, right? Because there's no point in hiring 10 people if you can only hire, you need to hire two or three because you've got the systems working for you that are automating things and making things easier for you and then be able to grow a team. So, um, you know, there's a few different things here, like simple things like a, a calendar system, right, where people can book in a time for you instead of like trying to go back and forth. And that's a very simple system. But let's go a bit more deeper in um, system. So a CRM system is really important, right? And this is customer relationship management, it's called. So there's a lot of different systems out there. Um, you know, I can give you a few examples of some, um, you know, like there's Active Campaign, there's Entreport, there's Keep, which is to be called Infusionsoft, you know, <clears throat> MailChimp is a sort of free version. I don't necessarily recommend it, but, you know, there's a few out there. And what a CRM system does is it allows you to manage the customer about where they're at in their journey. Because you need to know, is this someone new? Is this already a customer? Is this a past customer? Is this a lead that you know wants to learn more about you? So how, to knowing where people are in their journey is really important. And then you can use like email marketing and things to really connect with them on different levels or provide more value to your current clients, et cetera, et cetera, right? So a CRM system is really important to know where people are at. Um, a project management system is really powerful too. So how do you, you know, have your task measured, um, you know, through projects and then eventually be able to delegate to a team as well. So everyone knows what they're doing and you don't just have everything in your head um, to be able to think, what have I got to do next? It's really, you know, prioritize 
what's important, not important. So, you know, there's many different systems out there. You know, there's Asana, there's Monday.com, there's Trello, there's, you know, ClickUp, there's um, Worklayer. There's, there's a lot of different systems. Have a look at them. Um, you know, they're all good in different ways, depending on what you want to do. But I, I would say a project management system <laughs> is extremely important to organize yourself, but organizing your team as well. And you, you obviously need an accounting system of some sort to know your numbers because, not everyone has done, you know, financial courses and things like that to know what a profit and loss is and balance sheet is and, and a cash flow statement and having to work that out. Mainly some of you going, what are you talking about? So get an accounting system like Zero or QuickBooks or maybe Myob. And it works a lot of it out for you, right? And it connects to your bank and, and do your, your, your expenses there with a bookkeeper. Really important. So you can just you know, run a report and be able to make decisions in your business. And you know, one key thing that I would say is well is understanding the key drivers in your business. What are the things that move your business forward? Because every business is different. But if you've got like a service-based business, it's it might be how many people you're talking to, how many offers are you making, right? To people to offer that service. It could be calls, right? Things like that. So what are the key metrics in your business? And you know, when you start, it could just be in a spreadsheet, right? It doesn't have to be in this like whiz bang system that you have. It can start in a spreadsheet, but then look at, okay, how do we automate this to make it easier for other people, um, you know, in the system? And, and I would say also think about, you know, your, your email or your, your product there is, you know, it's going to be either Google or, or Microsoft, right? Suite. And they're both, you know, got value in them. I use the Google suite, uh, which is good for sharing certain files and stuff like that as well. Right. And having a cloud system like Google Drive or Dropbox or something like that. So you can have all your things. So just in case your laptop dies, everything's in the cloud. You don't lose everything. There we go. Yeah. Right as well. Yeah. That's a huge thing to think about because we all know. I mean, before we got on this interview, my laptop almost died. <laughs> so it is so common. And that is incredible to even, you know, a lot of us wouldn't even think of that. Yes, it's so powerful. My wife had everything on hard drives before, right? When I'd met it and I was like, you got to get everything in Dropbox or Google Drive because of all these Dropbox. reasons. And then finally, Dropbox, I've got Dropbox. And she, um, she's now got it. She goes, wow, this is all awesome. I can, you know, access anything. Life's on my changing. Phone. Right? It's <laughs> like, you know, you're on the go. It's like, oh, can you send me this? You're on the go. Yep. Let me just get it out of my phone. Bang, send it, yeah. you know, or whatever it is. It's, it. it's amazing. Yeah. Well, and not only that, you don't always have your laptop open. And like, if you can ha have the access to it from your phone, good to go. Love that. So, you know, systems is huge. And with scaling in a business, and I know that, you know, you help business owners grow and scale with the right systems in place. What a difference does that make? Do you want to touch on that and how it makes it, you know, allows us to, you know, while scaling for one, we can't do it on our own. Um, but having the right systems in place as well as the right people, how does that allow you to step away from being so in the business to actually still, you know, living the lifestyle that you want to like a lot of people want freedom as an entrepreneur, you know, but oftentimes as an entrepreneur, we forget like the, the, the whole purpose of it, you know, for what kind of lifestyle you want, do you want freedom? Do you want to be able to travel or, you know, work your own hours, but we get so caught up in everything that we are working in the business so much that it just goes against the whole entire entrepreneurial journey <laughs> you know yeah definitely great question i love scaling and like we said before we can't do it by ourselves and 
you know, just as a preframe for systems, think about the system that's going to help you to grow. Don't just get a system now because it's really cheap and free and easy. Think about, well, if I want to have a million dollar business, or I want to have a lot of team members, what's going to be the system that grows instead of having to keep chopping and changing, right? Always think moves ahead, you know, strategically as a little side note, that's going to really help you to scale as well. But you need people, right? And, and a simple first hire for people if they're at the start of their business is a VA, like a virtual assistant, you know, and these are, you know, can be a lot of, I, I, I got mine in the Philippines, but could be depending on what time zone you're in, you know, someone else that can help you with a lot of that admin stuff in the background. Because as a business owner, we should be focusing on the revenue generating activities most of the time, right? So this is, you know, sales, marketing, maybe delivery of whatever you're delivering the service, right? Which, which provides that. So a lot of the other stuff in the background needs to be done, but doesn't need to be done by us. So they're the easiest things to get to people. And then, you know, another key thing I didn't mention in systems as well, which is really powerful is measuring your time. Because if you know what you're spending your time on, then you go, okay, I'm spending, you know, half of my time on this, right? Then I go, wow, I could get someone in to do this job. Maybe it's about marketing. Maybe it's about whatever, right? And in there to, to help you to scale that business so that you can focus on the things that are revenue generating. And then eventually as you're growing as well, what are the things you really love? Like, what are you in your genius where, you know, time just, you know, passes and you just, you just love it, right? Like what you're doing. That's really ideally where we want to be. And then we get other people to do the other tasks. Like you might not be that good at sales, but you know, as a, you know, at the start, you've got to grow your sales skills, but you're like, I don't really love sales. Let me get someone to do the sales, but I really love delivering the service or, you know, whatever is meeting partnerships, things like that in our business. So understanding what you really love, not just what you're good at, but what you really, you know, in your genius zone on and then finding people. And sometimes that's hiring directly in, in your company or it's, you could outsource, right? Like find, you know, contractors or other companies to deliver something as well for you that um, allows you to free up your time, you know? So make sure you're measuring the numbers in your business then go, okay, yep, I have the, the cash flow to hire this person now um, or, you know, to get help with this area because this is where my time is being spent. I'm not spending enough time on this that I know I need to be. Once you know that, you get massive amounts of freedom, you get all your team in place, um, and then you can really focus on the strategic stuff to really grow the business and yeah, get more of that freedom back um, to spend the time with your family and, and whatever else you enjoy doing at the same time. Absolutely. I agree. Take that off your plate. There's no need to, you know, you be the one doing the bookings and taking care of, you know, admin stuff when you can hire a VA from wherever to have it done. And just by outsourcing gives you the time and freedom back to really focus on the areas that you need to focus on as a CEO, right. Or as the founder of your company. Um, it's huge. And I, I think, you know, that's one big thing that, especially for beginner businesses and stuff, entrepreneurs, that's the hardest thing to do is just let go. And, you know, oftentimes you can't fill every role, right? Yourself. So it's like, you can actually find someone who is better at sales than you that could be better at, you know, um, systems and stuff. And if you outsource that, you have your time back and you're doing better. Your business is growing and scaling better. So like release that control of everything, right? That is something that I've noticed with a lot of business entrepreneurs. When I ask that question is that release of controlling it all and outsourcing and allowing yourself to do that. Right. Definitely. You don't have to do everything yourself. Trust others that will get it done and write the processes, right? As part of systems, make sure you got the SOPs, the standard operating procedures that help people to do what they do. And a simple, you know, thing to help you is a really easy strategy is just do it like Zoom and screen record, right? What you're doing and record it and go, this is what I'm doing. 
here is the SOP, write a document for it. Like so simple, you know, no extra exactly. time, already doing the task and then you can delegate and trust them. And even if they're 80% as good, it's still better than your 100% if you can focus on other stuff, right? So it doesn't have to be there exactly perfect. They'll, they'll get better over time. Right. And have that, you know, you're going to have so much more, um, you're going to be able to have productive work hour instead of like towards CEO things and actually have so much more focus just by letting that little, that simple area go and allow someone else to come in and take over that area, you know, and, and even if they aren't as good as you, they can develop to be right. So it's incredible. Um, now, I know that we kind of discuss a bit of mindset already. However, I, I love the topic mindset and I know that you have an incredible, you know, amount of knowledge behind it. Now, do you mind talking about the six keys to building a bulletproof business mindset as an entrepreneur? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I love mindset because uh, I can teach this, the same strategies to 10 different people and get 10 different results. And the reason for that is because of their mindset, right? So we always need to be improving our mindset. And yeah, six keys to a, a bulletproof business mindset. Um, number one is, is flipping limiting beliefs. So understanding what is the thing that this is hard, I can't do this. What's the opposite of that, right? Um, right. And then telling yourself that every day. That's the very simple thing in the time that we have um, there. And then um, certainty is another one, right? Because we've got to be really certain before we go into meetings or whatever we're doing so that, because people can feel that certainty, right? In our energy on how we're being, like I'm being very certain on this podcast and how I'm delivering this, right? I'm sure you can you can feel that as well. Persistence right. is a big one, right? In business, just because someone says no or not right now, right now, it doesn't mean that it's, it's a no forever. Like some people, when I get on my podcast, I got to ask multiple times and eventually I get them, right? Or, you know, to be a client, you know, touching base with them. So being persistent, because there's going to be a, a lot of no's across the time. Uh, emotional intelligence. Fortune, fortune in the follow-up. <laughs> Exactly. Fortune in the follow-up. Definitely. Um, there's a lot of low-hanging fruit for everyone there. Um, emotional intelligence is the, the fourth one. And, and that's really powerful to understand how to not emotionally react big in a moment, especially in business, you know, when you're chatting to people, negotiating, everything like that. So if you get triggered to not let you, because if, if you're too high emotion or too low emotion, that can cloud your judgment, right? In that time. So being understand how to regulate your emotions um, during business um, is really important. Um Number five is mind feeding. So this is always feeding your mind. So what are you doing? Are you just scrolling all the time or are you listening to audiobooks, right? Like I do on Audible, like, you know, during my morning routines or when I'm driving or things like that or reading books in general, um, you know, et cetera, to keep improving yourself every day. Really important to mind feed, um, to, to get yourself in a great state of mind and learn new things. And number six is being coached and mentored, right? And, and I'm a coach and mentor. I have multiple coaches and mentors and I wouldn't be where I am today without them because it would have taken me a lot longer and time is the one thing that we all have the same amount of. So why take 10 years to do something when I can take one to three years to do something by investing in myself, investing in coaches and mentors that can help me get there quicker in my business, in my mindset, whatever it is there. Um, and then that way, you know, we're really, yeah, living our best life. We talk about, you know, this wealth and freedom that we want to be living. Let's get there as soon as possible. And coaches and mentors are so important to that. And, and what we invest in ourselves, we get it back like 10 times fold. Um, and, and that's why I've grown. I wasn't always like this, how I speak right now. I've invested hundreds of thousands of dollars more into myself to get me to this point. Right. Um, so, you know, not it's up to you who you feel. And all I would say is, is find coaches and mentors in area of business or life that you resonate with. When you find them, 
then you know think about having a chat with them investing in them because i'm sure they will be the key to unlocking that success that wealth that freedom that you need are much quicker than if you do it yourself thank you for sharing that i and i'm behind you on that you know even as a coach and a mentor you still need your own coach and mentors along the way or in everyday life afterwards like Everyone that I talk to says, you know, number one thing is invest in yourself, invest in yourself. And like you said, it'll come back tenfold, invest in yourself and invest in others. And don't be afraid to don't think you can learn it all on your own, because, you know, a lot of us are stubborn and we're like, no, I don't need a mentor. I don't need a coach. I figure this out on my own, but you know, it really all starts with the mindset. And once you can switch that, it can change everything with every area of your life whether that's your business, whether that's your, could be your marriage. It could be, you know, your limiting beliefs that you're working on overcoming, you know? So with a mentor and a coach, that makes it much easier than doing this all on your own. And then it just uh, can grow in er every area of your life, not just business wise. So. Definitely. Yeah. Very powerful. I completely agree. It's, um, you know, get get there quicker. And they also push you, right, in, in a much way. You right. talk, we talked about comfort zone, ones that will likely push you a lot more, and they keep you accountable. Right. You, if you have a, the, the studies show, if you say you're going to do something, you do it about 20% of the time. If you have a coach and mentor you're invested in, you have regular meetings with, you will complete it 90% of the time. That's four and a half times quicker than if you didn't have one. Think about how much exactly. quicker you will be closer to your end goal with them, right? That's how powerful um, you know, coaches and mentors can be for us. 100%. Well, Athen, I just want to give you the last two minutes here to really talk about, you know, what you have going on in the business right now. And, you know, if, if there's anything coming up that you might want to share with anyone listening today, I think this would be a great time to do that. I know my interviews are short, but I want to make sure we have time for this as well. Yeah, awesome. Thanks so much, Brittany. Um, yeah, so obviously I'm a, I'm a you know business coach and mentor. I help business owners grow and scale their businesses to create wealth and freedom. And and I love doing this. It really lights me up. So you know if, if I resonate with you and you'd like to learn more about what I do, I have an ebook. Um, you know that uh, we've just mentioned today, the six keys to a bulletproof business mindset. If you're wanting that, you can go to my website, um, athencassiotis.com, and uh, check that out. And it's talks about everything that I do. Uh, if you're wanting to actually, you know, see me uh, live in, in the virtual sense for now and, and potentially in person um, in the near future um, to see like all my nine areas of business that I teach on, I have a thing called the Business Growth Summit. So that's businessgrowthsummit.com.au. And that is, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll deliver all of those areas there for free and you'll get huge amounts of value. I've got great feedback, you know, from that event. Um, so you can check out that website and register for the next one there. And, uh, you know, find me on socials as well. Uh, I'm on all the social platforms, I guess, Facebook and LinkedIn are probably the main ones there. And uh, my name, Ethan Cassiotis, is very unique. There's only one of me, uh, you know, A-T-H-I-N and then C-A-S-S-I-O-T-I-S. It uh, makes it easy um, to find me online. I'm not a John Smith. So, um, you know, find me and yeah, connect with me and just reach out and, you know, I'll see if I can help you. Maybe we can work together or maybe... I've got a huge network. Like I've interviewed over 140 people on my podcast, you know, um, you know, there. So, and I've interviewed big people or just general people. So if I can't help you directly, I will point you in the right direction. I think, oh, you know, this person's a great person to speak to that will help you there. So feel free to reach out and, um, you know, have a chat. Always happy to have a chat. You can book, a, you know, I think on my LinkedIn, I have a free 15 minute call that you can book a call with me and, uh, you know, just have a chat with me and, and see where it leads. Cause you never know what one, one time, one door can be opened and, 
um, that could be the, the difference with taking your, your business and your life to that next level. And, and thank you, Brittany, for having me on the show. It's been a pleasure um, to share everything. And uh, you're doing some awesome stuff as well, uh, you know, with your podcast, everything you're doing. Thank you so much, Ethan. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on our show. And I mean, all the knowledge you brought on and the value, it, it, it speaks to me and my audience. And that's exactly what I'm looking for. So I'm very thankful that you were able to make it on today. Thank you so much. Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure, seven-figure, eight-figure, nine-figure entrepreneur and want to come on the show, just like Ethan Cassiotis, I think I said it right this time, I hope, (laughs) Uh, to share your story, talk about, you know, the podcast or the business or, you know, your journey, just go to top100interview.com. I'd love to have you on as well. Thanks so much, Ethan. Thanks, guys. Catch you on the next episode. Bye. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.